All the many businesses are moving towards more inclusive and diverse workforces. There is still much progress to be made. Promoting inclusion through conversation, meaningful conversations, can leverage employees' unique experiences, perspectives, and viewpoints for the collective benefit of all. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Daniel Gilbert, the founder and CEO of Manifest in You Consulting, LLC, a certified woman-owned SWAM small business that offers management consulting solutions to small and medium-sized employers. So when we had a chance to to talk, actually, I believe it was in January, at the mid-January, late January, we both were talking about Black History Month. And now here we are two weeks, almost three weeks into Black History Month. And really, we, we got into just saying, let's have a conversation of what does Black History Month mean and what can it mean to organizations? So with that being said, can you start out by sharing with us what, what does Black History Month mean to you? Um, To me, it's a time of celebration of the African-American culture, the the time of where we can all come together, not just as African-Americans, right? But I think just a time where all colors, race, religion can really understand and further become knowledgeable of the leaders that have made a significant impact in the Black history, um, you know, African-American culture, right? And really looking at To me, I look at it as a time of giving us even more hope throughout the years or the months, right? Except for, you know, February, we're doing so many other things, right? And we're not, and we're celebrating other cultures, which is great. But I think it's a time of rejoicing. It's a time of celebrating. It's a time of what other lessons can we we learn, right? What other leaders are doing great things or have done great things in our culture? Um, And it's a time to, to literally just to come together and continue to learn and embrace the African-American cultures, the time that I look at it and what it truly means to me and how I even, you know, work with my nine-year-old twins and teaching them about different leaders that have made a significant impact. So to me, it's just a time of rejoicing. That's awesome. I like that. You know, one of the things that I was sharing with some coworkers, it's also a great time to to start having conversations because it's a, it's a, it's the one month a year that I feel like individuals are feel free to approach you and ask those questions mm-hmm. that they may not have wanted to ask for the other 11 months of the year. So that leads me into how we can start inclusive conversations. Yeah, so inclusive conversations. So No, we're in the month of Black history. And as I said, it's a time of rejoicing. It's a time to come together. And as even you said, Tiffany, it's a time to allow individuals who may not have the courage to come to you to ask you questions about the Black history, right, and the culture. It opens that door of freedom to say, I feel okay where I'm not going to feel like I'm excluded or someone is thinking that I'm I'm ignorant to the fact I'm coming to a a person of color to say, tell me what this means or tell me what this person has done and impacted the culture. So in order to have that conversation, you have to not exclude people. Right. So Mm -hmm. you have to be able to not just open the door. The door should remain open where you allow others who may not know. Um, I, I tell I tell many people this and they laugh. They was like, what do you mean when you say that? But I say people don't know what they don't know until they don't know it. Right. Exactly. And so 
keeping that ability to allow people to come in and it's just not providing the equal access to opportunities, right? Or resources for people, but it's being able to have a courageous conversation. So in HR, we talk about or how do how do you have a courageous conversation with an employee who is not following the rules and the policies, right? But it's also having a courageous conversation outside of that with people who are not like you. People who don't look like you, people who don't speak like you, but being able to understand that we all have experienced some level of, you know, especially us of um, women or men of color, we've received some marginalized um, where we have not been included, right? And we've been sitting at the table and not being able to have a voice. So inclusivity literally to me means you're keeping that door open and having a conversation that allows others to truly ask you the tough questions. So when you're working with your clients, what are some of the suggestions that you are providing them in how to go about starting these inclusive conversations in the workplace? Yeah. Um, so as an HR consultant and having that conversation with my clients, I am simply um, first starting with what I call the the head of the organization and having an open conversation with them to make sure that they understand, you know, what is inclusivity? What biases do they have, right? Because you can't say that you're going to be inclusive and you still have biases that exist. So it literally starts with a conversation, even an organizational assessment that I have um, access to where I'm helping the leader or the leaders identify what their biases are. And the reason I do that and I take that approach is because it allows individuals to truly be aware. I'm not saying we are all have some level of biases, but we, when we're not aware is where it really comes out and is really, um, can make someone feel uncomfortable. Right. And you're, you're what they call where you're being judgmental or you're stereotyping individuals. When you are aware of your biases, it allows you to be just self-conscious of what you say and you do. And especially if you're running an organization of diverse individuals and it allows you to have that courageous conversation before you can truly understand what diversity, equity, and inclusion means and how to truly be inclusive by allowing others who may not have a voice to stop and say, yes, that person may not have had all of the experience that I've had. But I see this person sitting at my table or they're in my organization. Let me pause and say, you know, maybe Mary, maybe a Joe, what do you have to say? What what are you thinking? Right. Because when individuals feel that they are part of an organization, that's where your employment engagement begins to increase, where you're then beginning to have an inclusive environment because people understand what's in it for them, what are the expectations, and they can contribute to the conversation. If you're not inclusive, how do you expect your engagement to even connect, right? How do you expect your entire organization, even at least 60% of your organization to feel like they're a part of the organization and they want to be there if you're not including them, right? And so you can even peel the layers of the onion back, even from inclusive, open, having a courageous conversation in the Black history, right? Because all of that in the employment engagement, all of that goes together. That's to me what makes up a complete inclusive, diverse onion, so to speak, where you can truly have people that feel like 
Yeah, it may sting a little a little bit to have a conversation. It may even smell fishy. But I feel that my company is genuine, right? Because they are allowing me to have a voice at the table. And now I feel like I'm a part of this organization because I feel engaged. I feel I know what's expected of me. I know what's in it for me, right? And they value my opinion. So when we think about employment engagement surveys, it's not simply in saying, Oh, do you have the tools and resources that you need? Or, you know, are my leaders being nice to me, right? Whatever the questions may be. But do you have a voice? That, I think, is the key. It is so exciting and fulfilling to be able to bring a bonus episode for Black History Month. So thanks, Danielle Gilbert, and thanks to Richmond Sherm. And thank you for listening to the Richmond Churn Voices podcast with Tiffany Fortune and Gray Martin. If you like our show and want to know more, subscribe or check out the Richmond Churn website at richmondsherm.org.